Group Plus One and Wise Roths on today's Fedna Babble. Welcome to Fedna Babble, where we make federal retirement benefits understandable for humans in less than 20 minutes. Yep, and we're going to take your questions. We take questions from viewers and listeners like yourselves who submit them at fednababble.com at that website, and we're going to answer them one by one and see where that takes us. You never know. We have so many questions that come in, and uh, well, let's get to the first one. First one is, is an individual plan less than a group plan? Well... <laughs> What's our favorite phrase, Kevin? It depends. It depends. <laughs> it always depends as a group. So that one coming in, that so that was asked in a workshop, and I guess it really depends on what benefit we're talking about, doesn't it? It really does. Um, there are four benefits, really, that are group plans that you know, could also be found as individual plans on in private life insurance or private plans, excuse me. So there's healthcare, FEHB, uh, TSP, which is a 401k IRA kind of plan. Then we've got the long-term care, uh, federal long-term care insurance program, which also can be found on the outside. And I think really, um, the one that we get this most often is pertaining to Fegley, yeah. which is the Federal Employee Group Life Insurance Plan, um, because it's got in its name that it's a group plan. And so people just automatically assume that that's the only benefit where this question uh, can come into play. And so um, is that where you see that question most yeah. often, Kevin? Yeah, it is. It's on the it's on the Fegley side of things. Um, mm -hmm. if, we, if we take this from the Fegley side of things, from the, well, I'll say, let's change that to just life insurance overall because really within Fegley, there isn't really much, too much of an individualness to it. Uh, there are, when we think of group, that basically means overall that everyone, and I'll say in general, everyone is eligible and everyone pays the same price is basically what it means, That's right? right? So exactly. Yeah. Individual, it means that it's based off of your age and how healthy you are. Yes and no. I mean, an individual plan is based on the person themselves, their, their age and their health. And then the, you have the group plans, which for in this case, um, the federal employee can automatically get into just by being hired. Okay. Right. There are other points, um, qualifying life events where changes can be made, but, um, other than that, so, so anybody working for the federal government can opt in to this program, right? It's not something that they're not doing a health assessment or, you know, answering questions and, and all of that to get into this program. And it is based on age though. 
or I should say the premiums are based on age. Right. Okay. Right. Of what age bracket the employee is in because the premiums do increase every five years. And that starts at 35, and, doesn't it? Um, is that right? Yes. Yeah. Yes. It yes. starts increasing at every 30, every five years at 35 years old when, whether you're working or not, it doesn't matter. It'll just keep going up. Yeah. I, and I don't think people yeah. know that. No, they probably don't. Uh, because what they see is, oh, I get life insurance and it's cheap because obviously they just give you the information when you get in there and then people will make the elections of the kind of coverage that they want and then don't realize later on that they're paying, you know, so much extra for those optional coverages. And, uh, you know, now it's $300 a month at retirement compared yeah. to what they started with. You know, I think it, and, and I'm going to, I'm going to say this phrase and, and I don't mean it badly in a way really, but in a way it's a bait and switch. They're not meaning to, and it's not, it's not really not set up that way. They're, it's not intentional, like a bait and switch, like we think of with a salesman, I'm going to get you in here and then, uh, you know, get you into something else. But right. it, at first it may be really, really cheap. And then every five years it goes up. But by that time you forget about it and it goes up. And typically when it goes up, you don't notice the chunk in your paycheck, but then that it goes up faster and faster and more and more. And, and you, and then at what point does someone realize, oh my goodness, I'm paying through the nose for Fegley when I could have gotten outside life insurance in, in the in the private industry for a lot cheaper now at this point. And then and then where's the trade off? Right. It's gonna be it's gonna be different for everyone. It depends. So I'll tell you this much. At age fifty, the premiums nearly double every five years. <laughs> okay. And I those get illustrated in the reports that I'm providing to the advisors for employees to take a look at. And so um, you know, if you are looking at when would be a good time to, you know, where this balance of an individual be uh, individual plan being less than a group plan, right? It depends on what that you know geographic location, so many other factors. But um, really, if we can illustrate that in the report, and somebody can, uh, you know, an employee can meet with like a financial advisor or life insurance person to see what plans are available in their areas and what those rates are, then that's where you can look at that balance and figure out when do I need a switch or what makes the most sense? Yeah. An individual or a group plan based on, you know, health and age and all of those different factors. And I think another question that people, because they're given this gov government benefit, they think, okay, here are my choices, when what they don't realize is that there are more questions and more choices that they need to be thinking of. So, for example, this is a term plan, and then so the question should be, even before this is, not only how much should I be paying, but what should I be paying for? Because there are more, uh, more plans out there than just this one, and is this giving me the right... Another question is, is this giving me the right life insurance that I need? 
And maybe right. I need a couple different kinds. And But this only gives one out of 100 plus that could be given to them. And so really, this right. is a good question, but we should be asking questions even before this, not just this one. Exactly. And is this company who provides the group plan the one I should be with? Right. Because as we know, um, with this type of benefit, it is administered and provided by a private uh, insurance group. You know, MetLife offers this coverage. Maybe that's not the best company, um, depending on what their questions are. And so um, although people can convert this group policy into an individual policy, that doesn't mean that this could be the only individual policy available for them. So that really needs to be carefully looked at um, as to, you know, again, going back to all those questions, is this company the right company? Uh, you know, what are my options that are available in my area? You know, what, what health concerns are going to be taken into consideration for life insurance? Because those questions can vary by state, um, you know, and all of those different factors. What is my age? <laughs> I mean, you know, do I qualify? Um, if the individual policy isn't an option for me, what are my options with the group plan? Yeah. Right. And that's why it's really good to have somebody who understands the federal benefits along with the private insurance benefits. So that way we can really answer this question specifically for that employee. And I think you're right. The Those questions that you just laid out are incredible because most federal employees don't even know that they exist don't know to even ask those questions and it it they are just as important sometimes even more important than this particular question right here but most people don't even know to ask those so you're right sitting with a financial professional to say okay what questions should i be asking that i'm not that right there is huge and then they'll get a whole list of other questions yeah well, we just spent half our time, half our 20 minutes oh on that one right there. <laughs> That's okay. So let's jump into the other ones. This one is about uh, a federal couple, and they want to know if, if FEHB is better as self or self plus one. Let's actually, Cassie, let's just take the first part of this question, and then we'll answer the second part in another episode. So let's just take the first part of this. In FEHB, is okay. self better than self plus one? What are your thoughts? It depends. Yep. Every time. <laughs> Every time. Um, what does it depend on? Realistically, it depends on, again, geographic location, the plan that they're in or the type of plan that they're being covered under. If we're looking at the same plan, um, you know, it's, it's hard to say, but typically self plus one is a, uh, Ben is a cheaper option, right? but not always. Right. And so the employee needs, if they're both federal employees, the bigger question is, are they doing this for the survivor benefit? Um, or I'm sorry, are they doing this to keep FEHB in retirement? Right. Yeah. Okay. Because if that's the case, the only requirement is to have FEHB in 
or to I'm let me back up to be in a plan under FEHB for five years previously from retirement. Okay, so it doesn't matter what type of plan, whether it's a self or self plus one plan, as long as that federal employee is covered under an FEHB uh, type policy, then they will have fulfilled that requirement as long as it's been five years previous. Right. And it doesn't matter who holds it of the couple. It, it'll work. Mm -hmm. If the person who holds it dies, then the person who lives goes and gets their self-only plan. And that's okay, too. Right. 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 Because they will still automatically qualify because they fulfilled the requirement yep. before retirement. Yep. I get this question all the time in the workshops. People worried about this one. And I love this one because I just get to say, it doesn't matter. And the whole, all the stress <laughs> relief, like, oh, I don't have to worry about that. Okay. Oh, oh my goodness. So I love answering this question whenever it comes up. Um, just gives relief to a bunch of people. Okay. That's question number two. The next question, is it a wise decision to have TSP and Roth? So let, let's back up just a little bit with this one. <laughs> and we have to understand that under the thrift savings plan, there are two types that you can put your money into, traditional and Roth. And if someone doesn't have a Roth, if someone isn't contributing to a Roth, when they say, I'm putting money into my TSP, they're typically talking about putting money into their traditional TSP. And so you can put money into a traditional TSP or a Roth TSP. It, well, it does matter, but it's, it, it's completely up to everyone, their own choice. Um, and and it, go ahead. Okay. <laughs> it is up to the employee. However, they will always have a traditional account, no matter yeah. what, because that's what's automatically set up for them in the beginning. Yeah. And that's what their government match is also being contributed to is the traditional side. Because the government is not going to pay taxes on what, <laughs> what? they contribute to an employee's. <laughs> I know. Crazy, right? I know. I know. <laughs> the government won't pay your taxes. <laughs> Who would have thunk? Right? That's probably one thing that will always be consistent with the I government. So. Yeah. I <laughs> right. However, um, it is up to the employee on whether or not they have the Roth type of account because they can opt into that account. But I do feel like, you know, they think if I contribute to the, my Roth, then my match is going to my Roth account. Yeah, that's not true. And that's simply not always the, that's not the case Up at all. Period, yeah. They're still going to have the traditional account and that's still going to grow because the, uh, the matching contributions are going into traditional balance. And so, um, you know, is it wise to have both? I think there's, again, bigger questions that we need to ask on what is my tax strategy in retirement? Tax strategy? Um, what? Is there such a thing even? There is. <laughs> and that, 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 you know, that, that right there is an awesome example of a question most people don't know to ask. What is my tax strategy? Uh, I, I, if I were to ask that in any of my workshops, what is your tax strategy? Guaranteed, no one would be able to, to answer that. But it's a huge part of retirement. 
And it's not something that HR is going to say, well, here's your tech. Here's a good, no, you cannot get that from HR. <laughs> it's not going to happen. No. no. And I mean, we don't even provide that advice. No. Right. We simply will give uh, employees the option to meet with somebody who can get them ad the advice. However, I really think that people don't even think about this question at all because they just think, oh, I have money for retirement. Right. Right. I, I'm now going to get go money for my. Back. Yeah. Whole other question. I'm going to get money <laughs> for my pension and for my TSP and I'm going to have it. Well, not really. Not like you think. And it's in really, again, in, in the workshops, we go through an example of how much you actually get in your bank. And it can be very different than it blows. People, people just comment, oh my goodness, I'm having a heart attack right now. I had no idea because it's totally different. So tax strategy has everything to do with your retirement, but you'll never, and you shouldn't ever get it from the government. That only should come from a, uh, a financial professional or a tax professional to say, okay, what mm -hmm. should that be? So Cassie, you and I, I think are in agreement that people have to go see a financial professional and a tax professional and get this all straightened out well before their retirement, right? Well, I think anybody who's a federal employee needs to go talk with somebody who's going to create a solid financial plan because there are so many different pieces right. to their benefits that they really got to fit it together like a puzzle. Yeah. Um, they've got to have that border, right, before you do all the insides of it. So, you know, that border is your federal benefits and then all the inside parts are what are you going to do Right. to make those benefits work for you. There you go. But so many people don't understand that, um, you know, these are all different pieces, but they still affect the other. And we really need to look at this as a whole rather than um, just this one little piece of the pie. Right. So I think we're over our time now, Kevin. What well, you... we're coming close. So talk, talk right. a little bit more about that with the, uh, with the report there. Okay. So one thing that we do for federal employees is provide that report, which breaks down each of those benefits and gives them, um, you know, a clear picture on what that looks like. So if they want to, uh, you know, ask a question or have us um, or have me create the free comprehensive report about their federal benefits, they can get all of their questions or and get all of their questions answered. <laughs> by one of our trusted advisors, they can go to fennobabble.com and fill out that quick form. And if we use your question in this or in an episode, we'll send you a, a Fennobabble t-shirt or face mask. That's right. The, I think I, I kind of like the face mask idea there. <laughs> That's kind of a thing right now, right? <laughs> yeah, it is a thing. It's pretty popular as far as I know from what I've seen. Yeah. And if you would... Please like and subscribe to the Fendobabel channel and share it as much as you can because there are other federal employees, your coworkers, who need to know this information as well. And it's kind of our mission to try to get this out to as many federal employees so that, again, so that it's understandable to humans. Because the way that it's going right now, there's, it's, it's kind of difficult to interpret really what's going out. So any last words of wisdom? Cassie, take action. There you go. Uh, okay. Just go do it.
just go do it. Be the writer of your own retirement. Right. We see too many people act, be acted upon by their retirement rather than acting on their retirement. So go do it. Go to the Federal Babel website and Cassie will create one of these reports for you. Uh, pretty comprehensive. All right. Until next time, go learn and go take action. See you then.